All right, we have a great episode of Side Retired, the MLB podcast. This is technically going to be the last weekend recap that we have during the regular season. By the time we record next week, all of the games in 162 will be finished. So let's hit the intro music and we'll get right into this. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Side Retired, the LMB podcast. It's Dylan, James, Harry, Henry, and Nico as always. And we've got your weekend recap for Monday, September 25th. Guys, how are we doing? We have entered the last week of the regular season. Patriots beat the Jets, so I'm doing phenomenal right now. But only 50 bucks for my dad. <laughs> as they always do. But <laughs> that is indeed true. We've got a lot of baseball and of course football is starting, but we're not going to be talking that much about that today. But Henry, congrats on the annual Yankees have been eliminated text message. Came a little week early, but um, the wait, New York Yankees. Wait, what, what do you mean? Are. What do you mean? Have like no? This was the first year that I can remember that we've been eliminated since that we've been eliminated from playoff contention. That's not an annual thing. The annual one happened a couple days ago. We move on. <laughs> Harry or er, Henry, how are you? Sorry, shoot, Harry, how are you doing? Talking about the Cincinnati Reds who have been officially eliminated from the. NL Central and are now two and a half games out of the last wild card spot. After the the lobotomy that was Saturday night's game, I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> and then James, I'll come to you. How does happening in the wild, wild west? You are in Texas for us. The Rangers are two and a half games up on the Astros and three games up on the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, I mean, things have taken a turn back in the Rangers swing. Uh Makes me happy. Uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll have the Astros of the playoffs too this year. We like it. And what we will do for this episode, we're going to break down all the different races and everything that's happening in Major League Baseball. We will then finish this episode as opposed to our normal weekly MVPs. We will each be giving one bold prediction for what's going to happen in this final week. But let's first talk about the National League. Seems like things are starting to wrap up division-wise. The Braves have clinched. The Dodgers have clinched. The Milwaukee Brewers' magic number is one over the Chicago Cubs. And then as for the wild card, Phillies five games up there, all but certain to be that one spot. And then you've got Arizona is currently in the two, half a game up on Chicago, who is a game up on Miami, two and a half up on Cincinnati. And then the Giants have fallen out of the race in the last week. They're now five games out, as are the San Diego Padres. So, Nico, kick us off the final two. And I feel like we ask this question every single week, but our opinions change. The final two wildcard teams in the National League will be it's going to be the Diamondbacks just because I want James to get upset that the Diamondbacks made the playoffs. And then sliding in, I'm sticking with them. Have to go with the homer pick. It's going to be the Marlins. Cubs really have a bad way to end the season. They got to play the Braves and Brewers. And the Brewers seem to be getting hot at like the perfect time. They just absolutely shove every single game. It seems like and the Braves are the best team in baseball right now. So just by the fact that there's a chance that the Cubs go 0-6 this week, I think the Marlins are going to be able to sneak away in if they just win a couple games. James, are you finally ready to admit admit that the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to make the playoffs? No, I will not give up until the 162nd game has been played. The Diamondbacks right. will make the playoffs. They're not so good. Who, so they who only, will make it? <laughs> they only won today because Verdon pitched. They will not make the playoffs. I will not allow it to happen. No. <laughs> so who is making it? Uh... Let me let me give me one second. 
Um, <laughs> he, he, he doesn't care. Just not the Diamondbacks. Not the Diamondbacks. It Chicago, Chicago, Philadelphia, and Miami. No Arizona. All righty, Henry. I'm going to keep it boring. I think the Diamondbacks make it, and while the Cubs do have a tough schedule, I think that they do just enough to get them into that last wild card spot. Harry. Yeah, I'm going to to join the anti-Diamondbacks train. Um, Marlins, and then oh. I think baseball's baseball is really dumb, and so the Cubs shouldn't have any reason that you know they would win and and make it in, but I think that they will just because that's baseball. All righty, and then on to the other thing that's happening in the National League that remains to be seen: Will Ronald Acuna reach his 40-70 season? Be on the lookout for that. And Matt Olson's quest for 55 home runs is still on the quest. I believe he's at 52 or 53 right now. But shifting over to the American League. Baltimore Orioles are now two and a half games up on Tampa. Seems like they're destined to win 100 games, currently sitting at 97. Minnesota Twins clinched. And then we have, we'll start with the West before we get into the wild card race. Texas, two and a half up on Houston, three games up on Seattle. Those three, those two teams, Houston or Seattle and Texas, still play each other for another series later this week. We'll go around the horn again. The winner of the American League West will be James. The Texas Rangers will win the American League West. The winner of the AL West will be, Nico. Bang the trash cans. The Astros are going to find a way. Henry? Call it delusion. The, the Mariners, they when they get hot, they get scorching. They've got it. And Harry? I've been saying it, but the Rangers. All righty. And then switching over to that wild card chase, we've got Tampa is nine and a half up. They have clinched the first wild card spot. Toronto is now two games up on Houston, and then we've got the Astros half a game up on Seattle, and we can officially close the books on the Guardians, Red Sox, and Yankees in the last week. So Ooh. the final two, <laughs> the final two wild card teams in the American League will be James, Seattle Mariners, and the Toronto Blue Jays. They will be Nico. Sadly, it's going to be the Toronto Blue Jays, even though they've been the most irrelevant team this season. And it's going to be the Rangers because I think the Astros are going to find a way to win the West. So I'll go Rangers sliding into the three hole. They will be, Henry. I I feel I You know what? No, screw the Blue Jays. It's anybody but the Blue Jays. I've got, um, I've got Astros and... And Rangers. And Rangers. Harry. You mean Jays and Strohs. I think the problem is that the three <clears throat> AL West teams are going to beat up on each other. And as a result, one of them is going to miss it. I've been saying that's going to be Seattle for a couple of weeks. So I will stick on that topic. But <clears throat> we're going to now talk about a player that is playing in his last week in Major League Baseball. And he is an inner circle Hall of Famer. He had his final road game today. <laughs> He's also going to be apparently playing first base next Sunday in front of the Detroit faithful in his final game. That is Miguel Cabrera. Would it be? Well, we'll get to Joey Votto in a second, Harry. Don't worry. I'm coming to that. But Miguel Cabrera hats off on an amazing career. That's arguably the greatest Venezuelan hitter in major league baseball history. He's a clear cut first ballot hall of famer. Anyone want to say anything about Miguel Cabrera before we sign off on a great career? He was solid. Props. Uh, He's pretty good. (laughs) I mean, I guess I'll talk. I mean, the guy had the greatest freaking at bat I think I've ever seen in my life on televised when he faced Roger Clemens. I mean, watching that back, it's just insane what he did for the Marlins. Again, everyone knows him from the Tigers, but to me, just for a simple reason of he won a chip in 
with the Marlins. He's always going to be a Marlin to me. Um, probably if he didn't live in the era as Albert Pujols, he'd probably be regarded as now as probably like the greatest corner infielder of like our time. But our Pujols existed, so it's he's probably number two. I mean, just an amazing player. It's an interesting debate because I think Miggy has yeah. the tangibles of the Triple Crown, the multi-MVPs. He won a World Series with the Marlins, and he's really one of those guys that will admit it. The Detroit Tigers contract extension that he signed, I believe, after 2015 that's been going for the last eight years has been atrocious. But you've never heard Miggy get booed in that, like, the Patrick Corbin contract has stunk. The Steven Strasburg contract has stunk. Josh Hamilton, Albert Pujols with the Angels stunk. But Miguel Cabrera, they've always found a way, and he's always been the type of player that he's like, hit me seventh, hit me eighth, make me a platoon player, phase me in and out. I'll only face lefties. It seems like that's a more behind-the-scenes look at the type of person Miguel Cabrera is in that he's been willing to, for the last three to four years, take on this part-time role and has really excelled in it. And he's developed some of the young guys. I know he's been working with Spencer Trokelson, who's sneaky about to have a 30-home run year this season. And... Um, everyone remembers the young Marlins days when he was with Yvonne Rodriguez. And then everyone remembers the glory days when he was hitting that monstrous lineup in Detroit with Torrey Hunter, with Ian Kinsler, Victor Martinez, J.D. Martinez. But um, that made the World yeah. Series a couple times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> a, a stand-up player and a great guy. But Harry, I want to talk about the other player that might have had his farewell this season. And I'm sure you're going to argue is a first ballot Hall of Famer. And I think we can all agree he's not as good as Miguel Cabrera, but still one of those guys that deserves to have his recognition. And, and uh, uh, it seemed like today, based on the post-game speech and how the fans are reacting, that today was Joey Votto's last game in Cincinnati as a home ballpark. Um, I think he's going to retire if he does indeed opt to not come back to the Reds. I know there's that Blue Jays rumor for a hot second last offseason, yeah. but... Um, Harry, as the Reds fan who's grown up watching and adoring Joey Votto, the floor is yours to give your Joey Votto speech to the public. And I'm sure if he does eventually announce his retirement next week or some point in the offseason, we'll cover it again. But if you want to give your farewell and thank you to Joey Votto so far. Yeah, I mean, you know, you were talking about how even in the points where Miguel Cabrera's contract became a really, really big detriment on the Detroit Tigers that even even the most uh, critical in the fan base still rallied behind him. Um, the same is absolutely true with Joey Votto. There were some years um, where it just seemed like his his contract was a giant suck, um, but nobody ever complained about Joey Votto because he just kind of was Cincinnati baseball. Um, and there's 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 really hasn't been a player who's just embodied the franchise. Um, as he has really embodied almost any franchise the way that Joey Votto has. Um, and not only is he one of the greatest baseball players of all time, um, but he is just one of like the greatest people of all time. And everybody who's ever been around him can attest to that. And he's just such a big leader and such a, just an important, you know, person in just the, the field of Cincinnati. I'm kind of uh, stumbling over my own words here, but there's, it's really impossible to put into words how big Joey Votto has been for the Reds. And, you know, if this is it, and I, I kind of think that it probably will be as, you know, the, he has a kind of a club option after this year that I think the team will decline one way or the other. Um, and yeah, I mean, as a Reds fan, obviously there were the rumors of he would go to Toronto or there would be some kind of trade deadline acquisition. You know, the Red, the fans never really 
cared for that, but I'm kind of glad he kept it in Cincinnati and I hope that he does retire as a red um, just because it, it seems right. But he's, you know, we're, they don't make, they don't make guys like Votto anymore. And he's been the tree to watch. I like, and we will get to the angels implications of Shohei Otani announced that he is getting uh, a surgery on his elbow. He will not be pitching throughout 2024. Mike Trout has also ended his season early. He is done. And there are already rumors circulating that he may be on his way to uh, the Philadelphia Phillies this offseason, but that is a topic for another day, as well as if you want to check out our Twitter and Instagram accounts, as well as our other socials, such as YouTube and TikTok. We've been launching these instant reaction reels to some of the latest news. I know Nico, I did one, Nico did one, Potter did one, Henry did one. So make sure to check out the social medias and be on the lookout for those throughout the week if you want some instant reaction based on content, as opposed to just these weekend recap episodes. But we usually end these episodes by talking about our weekly MVPs. That would be boring for the final weekend of the Major League Baseball season. So instead, the five of us will be giving one scorching, bolding prediction for the end of the baseball season. Nico, you look like you're churning at the bit to get going on this one. So kick us off with some hot take that is going to be occurring over the next week. Uh, I don't know how hot this is going to be. It's more just a prediction because baseball is a story. Uh, Sunday, like we said in front of the Detroit fans, who he's been with for over a decade, um, there is zero doubt in my mind that Mickey's going yard that game. He will be ending his career with a home run and just put an exclamation point on what's been a first ballot Hall of Fame career. I like it. Henry? Um, it's, it, I, it's hard not to talk about the AL West, but I'm going to say his hat that Carlos Rodon gets a tear in his UCL in his final start, and it's over. Or, you know, not even in his final start, that we're going to find out that he tore his UCL and he's out for the next year and a half. Harry, I hope yours is more positive. Yeah, I'm going to – I was going to go, like, the exact same route as Nico, that in what's probably going to be his last ever game in Bush against the Cardinals, Joey Votto will also go yard on October 1st at 3.15 p.m. All right, James, Eastern, wait, Eastern or Central? Harry, we're, we're going to hold you to that. Eastern. Not right. it, The game starts at that time. I don't think he'll hit the home run. Oh. All right, James. Uh, Max Scherzer will make a triumphant return to the Rangers for a playoff push. All righty, and I will conclude things off not as dull and as dreary as Henry's, but I will say that this <laughs> – this week is the final week that Gabe Kapler is the manager of the San Francisco Giants. I think what got him fired with the Philadelphia Phillies is two late season collapses and the Giants at the beginning of this month had playoff odds as high as 89% and they are now playing irrelevant baseball during this final week. So it would appear that the same thing that got him fired in Philadelphia is happening again here in San Francisco. So oh, I will so say so hot. <laughs> um yeah, there's, there's, you wanted a hot take. I got you one. That Gabe <laughs> Kapler is in his final week as the Giants manager. They will replace him with a one-year interim in Ron Wotus, who is already in their front office, former bench coach. But yeah, Gabe Kapler, nice knowing you. And it's kind of hard to get three managerial jobs in history, but uh, remains to be seen whether this is the end of the road of Gabe Kapler's managerial career, although he can probably go on to other bigger things in his life later on. It'll also be Buck Showalter's last week as manager of the New York Mets, but I think Gabe Kapler is, I think Gabe Kapler is a better hot take than the Buck Showalter prediction. So, 
yeah, that is it. We will be back to bull or two interviews coming up later this week with another college coach as well as um, a college baseball player. So we're focusing on the college lens as we get into the beginning of the NCAA baseball season for the fall term, at least. We'll be doing a little bit more of a deep dive into that industry as well as if you haven't checked out our recent interviews with Brandon Guidry, uh, the son of former Yankee legend Ron Guidry, as well as Henry. We had a great episode with Caitlin Tufts this last week talking about the fitness and health industry. So Boys, we got anything else to throw in? Nope. Good to go, kids. All right. We are all good to go. So for Dylan, James, Nico, Henry, and Harry, until the next time, the side is retired.